Cease loading! The shout went down the line, and the last rounds fired off. The crews froze and stared at their officer. The silence that followed was as stunning as the terrible noise that they had just been making. He shouted brisk commands at them as he swept on his webbing and grabbed his assault rifle. Cull! You take Charlie Fireteam and a tracker and sweep east of Gully Yellow. Yamba, bring Delta Fireteam with me. We'll sweep west. Alex Deverer looked down at the bodies laid in a row on the ground. There were thirteen of them, teenagers mainly, but a couple of men in their twenties and one who must have been forty. A Unita guerrilla veteran from the Angolan Civil War and presumably their commander. They were either barefoot or wore an assortment of wellies and trainers with ragged t-shirts and patched trousers. In the follow-up sweep to the mortar ambush, their torches had revealed the carnage in the gully. In the confined space, the blast of the bombs had blown the insurgents against the walls and ripped them apart. The trackers had followed the blood trails from the scene. Dark splashes on the ground and smears on elephant grass stems led them to their quarry. Two had been injured and had crawled a few hundred yards before collapsing. The trackers, Yamba and Sunday, knew their stuff. As the blood got fresher, they signalled the squad to fan out in a line and switch off their torches. Eventually, Alex's squad heard the laboured breathing and mumbling of the wounded man as he dragged himself along. Quick stabs of gunfire in the dark, and he went down. No rules of engagement and warnings given here. He wasn't in the regular army anymore. They went back and cast around for more tracks, but by the time they followed them up, the survivors were long gone. The tracks showed them running wildly and crashing through bushes, terrified, desperate to escape. The men dragged the bodies back to the gully and laid them out neatly. In the morning, the local Angolan army commander posed in front of them with a grinning thumbs up for the camera. He had the shots framed for the wall of his office back at the mine. The captured weapons were laid out on the ground. Nine AK-47s, four RPG launchers, three PKM light machine guns and some claymores to cover their retreat. They were well armed. All in all, a good night's work. Alex stood with his hands on his hips and frowned. Six foot four, broad shoulders, a strong masculine face, he looked very threatening like that. He ran his hand through his short black hair, rubbed the back of his neck and stared down at one of the boys, a mess of flies was fidgeting in a wound on his cheek. Fourteen years old? Major Alexander Deverer, Wellington College, Blues and Royals, forty, single, child killer. A cold darkness of self-loathing settled over his heart. Fifteen o one, Constantinople. The dancers in the graveyard waited silently for the signal. Their faces, lit by flames, stared at the huge man standing in the centre of their circle. Abba Athanasius was a Nubian, dressed now as an Ishvaki mystic. His body was a slab of black muscle, more like a force of nature than flesh and blood. He was naked but for a black loincloth and kudu-skin bands that decorated his arms and legs. Sensing the hour, 
He held up his right arm and bellowed, Dance for the darkness in your heart! Amen! they roared, and the music began. In the centre of the circle, black men drummed on hollow logs, staring unseeing at the flames. Light gleamed off the sweat on their muscles. Other musicians played flutes and horns. The cult was of every creed and colour. Muslims, Christians, Druze, Alawites, Copts, Maronites and Bogomils. The crowd danced as if they were one. Concentric rings of people moved in and out like a giant organism breathing. Their stamping feet stirred up the dust in the moonlight. The dancers ululated. They made sharp cracks with little brass hand cymbals. The sound was deafening, a heavy cloth of noise draped over them, suffocating their senses.